Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Man, brown paper packages tied up with string. Yeah. Those are, that's one of my favorite things. Oh, is it like, these are a few of my yes, favorite things? Yes, that's what it things. is. That's okay, what it is. Okay, yeah. Before, before we started this podcast, I, I, I said that and, and Ryan was like, what is it? Because you said it so monotone, you didn't say it to the thing of the song. I just like, yeah, no, hearing it was like, oh. Brown paper packages tied up with string. And I was like, what? Yeah, dude. One <laughs> of my favorite things. Oh, man. Speaking of favorite things, in this episode... You will get to know a lot about Matt and I. It's gonna, it's like, it's gonna be like a first date between us and you guys, the listeners, because it's, it, it's gonna be like one of those awkward things where it's just, uh, what's your, what's your favorite this? Oh, cool, that's Nicole. What's your, what, what's your favorite this? Oh, my, my favorite this? Yeah. Um, probably this. Oh, nice. So it's gonna be a lot of that. Yeah. So prepare yourselves. We might, uh, we might go off on a tangent or two. Probably yeah. most of it will be us going off on tangents. Yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. You'll have to sit back, relax, and find out for your fucking self. Okay, Ryan. So, so it's like it's like we're on a blind date. All okay, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's start. You know, everyone, everyone's favorite dude. What you know? It's because the people listening to this right now, you know, they like they like YouTube and stuff. So they like you the whole YouTube scene. They do. So, Great. so what are your favorite YouTubers, Ryan? Let, let me know. Uh, well, I definitely have a favorite YouTuber. Uh, his name's Julian Smith. Uh, a lot of people might know him for like the hot Kool Aid uh, video or the Malk video. Uh, those went pretty viral. Um, I think he uh, he started doing his own stuff and he really got you know popular because he made these uh, videos about Facebook. And that's that's fine. That's not why I'm interested in him. But he he does a lot of characters like uh, Jeffrey and stuff like that. I just think Dude, he, Jeffrey Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Love and, some uh, of that. Oh, it's so I, one of my favorite videos by him is definitely. I wish I was a black guy, but my favorite video from him is uh oh what's it called? Uh Randy. Uh it's so just vintage and VHS y and oh, yeah, he got I've the style that. down perfect. He's he's a wonderful director. Um I don't really like I can't really put him like he's not a YouTuber to me. He's he's a legit entertainer, director. He has a lot of talent. He has he's really an good eye at it. Really for good cinematography, at what he does. yeah. So uh, that's my favorite YouTuber. I mean, of course, I also uh, like uh, Rhett and Link and uh, stuff like that. So yeah, dude, I loved when I was. It's weird because, like, as a kid, not well, not as a kid, but like back in middle school, mm-hmm. I I loved Rhett and Link um, when they were first starting out. When like, in middle school, I loved Smosh. Dude, holy shit! In elementary school, I loved Smosh. I remember, yeah. I remember when Smosh released the uh, their Easy Step video. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember right when that came out, and I watched it like the first day it was out. And I, I, I oh, thought it was so edgy dude, when I was I younger because it. like he pulled down his naked, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we, uh, we do that in like every video now. Yeah, and it's and it's fun. We don't like we don't do that whole. Uh, yeah, this is something that you guys actually have been wondering: Are we actually naked? Yes, yes, yes we are. We're, for for every every single time you see like something censored out. That is not fake. We are legitimately naked, and if someone were to, you know, hack our computers or get on our hard drives, like steal our hard drives, you would find copious amounts of footage of, of me and Ryan's genitals. There's that one picture of you recently uh, with the amiibos where you have your ass spread and your Dude, legs up. You did not censor that enough. When I <laughs> like Ryan edited the first episode of Shovel Knight, 
And uh, and and it was like five a.m. when we got it uploaded. So we just went to bed, and I woke up and I watched it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" You can first, al- you can I got almost scared. see my asshole. I got scared that I might have accidentally left your asshole in there. Because pe- what I know what Smosh does is what Smosh does is they get like well, and a bunch of other people do. Yeah, this they, they, too. they'll get like tan, like skin-colored underwear, and then mm-hmm. that's it. But you know, but, yeah, I can always tell though. Like they do it with Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. Even big uh, programs do it, and you can always tell, and it just makes it feel. Yeah, I don't know. I'm you, not going to say it's a bad thing to do. I understand, like when people are uncomfortable with nudity and stuff. You got. I mean, you just got to rock it. I mean, Ryan and I were roommates. We've we've seen it all. We we've you know I've I've, I've seen every crevasse on his body. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've stared right into your uh, butthole before. So. You have not now. Now let's let's clear the air here. <laughs> not not in like a sexual way. Like never like, in a sexual oh, he way. He stared right no. into my butthole. Nice. It was. It's always been like. Like in a joke. Like when I took the picture of you with the amiibo. Exactly. Yeah. There's your, there's just your balls, your dick, and your butthole. Just all three. Just just right there for everyone to see. <laughs> the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yes, for the for those that have been asking, yes, we are actually every time something is censored, we are actually naked. But like filming, holy shit, filming the uh, like the the part in our Q and A video when it's like a day in Ryan's life. Oh yeah. That was. I, I watched our our buddy Tucker, um, who's an incredible, Great. so talented uh, cinematographer. Yeah, check him out. Uh, his link is in the description below. Um, Unless we forgot about that, no, but I will not forget Tucker. I love you. But but he is an, he's incredible at what he does, and and we just basically put his talent to good use by filming Ryan <laughs> uh, jumping out of bed naked and and playing rock band that. That one shot where it's just looking right up from below, and you're sitting. He had there. to see. He had to be right there. And and I I stood by and watched him. Like I I was like, I guess you could say I was the uh, the assistant shot. Well, I didn't actually do anything. The assistant. I, just, I stood next director. To the assistant manager of watching Ryan <laughs> naked. Yeah. But oh my god, dude! I saw so much of you that day. That was just eye opening. I mean, <laughs> especially I, when was, I was monkeying around in bed oh my a bit God. for there, one of the scenes. There were there were some shots that like we just didn't use cuz we we were I was like we we're like holy shit, we just can't even if we censor it. It's just too grotesque. So it's <laughs> I'm like just bending over in position. Yeah, just straight, <laughs> just like ass up bending over at the camera. So it was like, oh god. We like pretty much technically by definition is that porn? Like did, were we shooting porn at the time? It felt Dirty. So I'm okay, gonna well, go on, with wait, yes. Wait, let me let me go on my phone, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna okay. look up the definition of pornography. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with. I don't know. It's not it's not in a sexual context though. Although that one time where I arched my back that we cut out. All right. Here's the definition: pornography, printed or visual material containing the explicit description or display of sexual organs or activity. Oh, okay. But wait, wait. Intended to stimulate erotic rather than aesthetic or emotional feelings. Okay, so never mind. So we're, we we're, we weren't we, weren't we made to, art, not porn. We weren't trying to uh, stimulate erotic rather than aesthetic or emotional feelings. Yeah. Well, maybe for some people out there, it, it did that, but I that, hope that, not. That, that would be very sad. That wasn't the goal. I mean, but <laughs> but yeah, there's there's the answer to, to that. We uh, we naked. Yeah, yeah but uh, do we? You didn't answer, did you? Who's your favorite? Your favorite, favorite YouTubers? YouTubers. Let's Come on. see. Oh, geez, there's there's you know, um, I like. Like when I when I first started getting back into YouTube, um, like two years ago, I, I really I really was into Filthy Frank, mm-hmm. um, like a lot of his old stuff. Um, I like his old stuff definitely. His very, old stuff is it just feels it just it's I don't know how to explain it. it's very jackassy I guess. Yeah, I love I and I, and I still do I love me some Filthy Frank and I really like um, I'm I'm pretty good friends with him. I like I like No Fuckers a lot. Um, yeah, I think he's pretty funny and I like his I like I like his stuff because I. Um, I, li- I like him. I like who- iDubs is cool. iDubs is super cool, and mm-hmm. I, w- I would love to. I would love to collaborate with him at some point. Oh if, yeah, if if that would would ever be possible. He's a cool guy. He lives like an like an hour away from us. I think so. Yeah. Um, who else? Who who? Um, I like. Oh, uh, speaking of Rhett and Link, I think honestly, I like their podcast. They're a good Mythical Morning uh, channel more than their actual channel. They just do a bunch of interesting things, and they have a really good dynamic together. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Wait. They Good Mythical Morning, yeah. It's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast thing, of course. I know, has, I know that. Which has a stunning intro. I'm so oh, it's so beautiful. Whoever made that, make us one, please. But I, I think <laughs> the same one. Exact. Just replace the words. Good, Good Mythical, mythical Mega. Super. <laughs> <laughs> I really like. Uh, I, I really like H three H three Productions a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't believe we're, we're both. We're both really big fans uh, yeah, of, of Ethan. Yeah, I'm more into the Ethan and Ela channel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, they're 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 both really good channels, and I and I also really like um, I'm I'm friends with them. Um, 
he doesn't post videos very often, but I like I like Dolan Dark a lot. Yeah, you show me some of his videos. Hilarious. Yeah, he's some really good, good, some good, really good editing, dude. It's good, good dude. Good dude. Some, Love him. Some good shit. Well, it's, you know, Frank Joffsey, of course. Oh, yes. Love Frank Joffsey. I was actually listening to uh, some of his stuff, like, yesterday. Um, I just had, like, a playlist of his on, and it's just nice. It's just, I like I like his stuff mainly because it, it's funny, first of all. I like the dry sense of humor. If you if you don't get, I like dry sense of humor, guys. Congratulations. Nice and dry. Look, look at that. Not moist. Yep. Like, I like Anne. But anyways. Ryan. <laughs> but anyways, uh, just, I don't know. And at the end of, the, at the end of uh, his videos, Frank always uh, just shows a display of, like, his understanding of you know the genre or something like that like he actually puts work into it at the end and he he makes like educational videos yeah but, but at the end but they're really they're really funny too yeah there's so a big like, payoff at the end of the videos which is great because he because he always like takes the genre and then makes a song of his own yeah. out of it which is really cool and he was like he was on our podcast two episodes ago episode two so go check yeah. uh, probably one of our most well received podcasts even though yeah, this dude. is only the fourth one but <laughs> I mean. I mean, people loved the one with Frank, and I definitely want to have him back on the podcast. Absolutely, sooner than later. We're gonna we we have we actually have a a, a big list of uh, YouTubers that that we're gonna have on our podcast, but that's a secret for now. That's just this time 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 is. You, the you guys just have to wait key. and keep keep tuning in to see who. But we got some. We actually have some really big guests coming on that we're really excited about. So, you guys uh, keep Stay keep tuned. keep an eye out. Maybe in the coming weeks, you'll you'll see one. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. But I also, who else? Um, have you ever heard of Alan Tutorial? No. Okay, I think I showed him to you. Alan Tutorial is this small youtube channel that mm -hmm. like not a lot of people know about that my friend showed me um last year and basically it's this guy um and and he he films and he films like tutorial videos but they're really fucking weird so and, like he takes the tutorial aspect kind of like how to basic and turns it like yeah no it, it's like around well, it, it's not how to basic is is He's gotten know, a lot more ridiculous. I can't explain it. His, his are just weird tutorials, like how to crush a can of soda with slats of wood. And he's like, <laughs> hey, hey, YouTube, today I'm going to show you. First, you want to drill a hole in the can of soda. And then it's like two minutes of him trying to drill a hole in the soda cans rolling around Oh, never mind. I think yeah, I showed you that, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. Alan. Okay, now I know. It, it's really it's, – it's creepy though because over time his videos started to like change into mint. And until it was just videos of him in like this dark, like crawl space covered in blood with just broken CDs everywhere, just going like, hey, here's, a, here's a tutorial. And it just, like, it got so weird. It was this weird art piece. And the guy himself is actually a comedian. So it's not like some actually like weird, yeah. creepy person. His name is Alan Resnick, I think. And he mm -hmm. did some stuff for Adult Swim. But God, he's so funny. Holy shit, Matt. I just remembered. Like up there with Julian Smith as like my favorite YouTube channels. I just remembered one. I don't know what, how I was forgetting it. Uh, Red Letter Media, wonderful uh, movie criticism channel focused on film and stuff like that. Have you ever heard of them? He's, he's very famous for his Mister Plinkett's review of uh, the Star Wars original, not the original trilogy, but the episodes one, two, and three. I actually have never. I, I've heard Red Letter Media, but I, I've, I've never actually watched because you and I are actually kind of, you know. Um, we come together and like the same stuff, but we also each have our own separate tastes of yeah. of what we like on YouTube. You like to watch mm -hmm. a lot of movie reviews. I like to oh, watch yeah. a bunch of like, you know, weird. Well, like film criticism and stuff. Like reviews are good, but like I can really the only movie reviews I can not tolerate, but I I, I really like are YMS, which is yourmoviesucks.org. He's fantastic. He's a, he's really critical, but um, you need that uh, when it comes to film. 
so he gives a really good take on that. And then, of course, uh, Red Letter Media. So, like, the the top two people I go to for uh, movie uh, film criticism would be uh, YMS, Your Movie Sucks, and uh, Half in the Bag, uh, or, you know, Red Letter Media, which is Half in the Bag is a show made by Red Letter Media. Also, Chris Stuckman's really cool. He, he's really – I actually uh, met him at a Comic-Con last year. It wasn't oh, really? Like, he, he, he doesn't know who I am, but I just – I said I was a fan, <laughs> and, I, and I was very heavy back then, so um, – and I was wearing my uh, – God damn it! I was wearing that fucking uh, jacket vest of mine. <laughs> classic jacket vest. Wait, wait, wait. Were you wearing? Were you wearing gym shorts with it? Probably. Oh, the and classic look. Like if when we make you in, because we're planning on doing a Sims series at some point. Yeah. But when we make you, we have to do that. The classic like flip flops, gym and, shorts, and then, and then for t-shirt. Me, for me, it's just gonna be like a solid color T-shirt and then just a pair of jeans. If we can get like if we can customize, I think you can put images in, in uh, within the game. We can make you your thank you, thank you, thank you. T-shirt. Oh. Oh, yeah, dude, because people think that I only own one shirt, even though just, you know, it was because, like, we filmed, like, three videos the same day where I was wearing the same shirt, so people were like, you only own one shirt. It's a nice shirt, though. I love that shirt. It's like the equivalent of having, like, you know those, like, bad paper cups that have that like purple and turquoise-ish oh, dude, design. Classic. It's, kind, it's I actually, kind of like having that I want to get. Design. I want to get a shirt that has that design. I love that design. And after we're done with this podcast, I'm going to go order a shirt, and you guys are going to see it in some videos in the uh, future. We're actually going to order a poster for our apartment. Yes, we are. Papers, please, please, please. Please, 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 because we have both, over the past uh, few months, become massive fans of the game Papers, Please. Mm-hmm. And you can probably tell by us playing it on the channel that we love it. Uh, because before we even did it on the channel, we found it on Steam and we got like addicted to it. So, so we we found a poster online that has like every single person in the game with their passport. It's like a big chart. So we're gonna get that for our living room. And I got I'm getting some stickers for, for Papers Please. One, yes, one yes. of Georgie, the little Ooh, the weird guy. I love him. He has absolutely. his own sticker. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And you know you know actually back to the YouTube thing. Um, who else? There, there were there were like two other people I was thinking of. I like Anthony Fantano a lot. I love mm-hmm. him. He's a fun guy. He's He's a genuinely like nice guy too, because I he knows I met his him. shit when it comes to music. Oh, dude, he is so smart. I met him and I watched him um, talk, and I talked to him a little bit. And he, he actually like he is ridiculously smart when it comes to uh, music theory or like anything about just like any genre of music. He's heard of it and he knows all about it, and he can tell you thirty new things you've never heard about it. So he does he does album reviews. He's called the Needle Drop. He's a fun little guy. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Do you, do you remember that last channel you were thinking of? Def- do I need to pry your brain a little bit? Pry my brain, dude. Max Mofo? Mm, I like Max Mofo a lot. I think I think he's really funny. Very, very grotesque, but I I like that. Yeah, like the hair. The yeah, because because Ryan isn't as much. Ryan isn't as much into like. I'm one of the people that really likes like really gross, shocking. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know why. It's just part of me. It, it just like makes me laugh. Maybe it's because I grew up watching Jackass and stuff, and I. I mean, I I, I love Jackass. I went to go see Jackass 3D with my dad in theaters, I and just, that whole volcano. Oh, scene. dude, I saw it in theaters with my dad too. <laughs> yeah, no and I, I we went to a dine-in theater, so it was like well, we, Ew. we did we we did not order with food, the volcano part. I remember that was oh. a that was a great oh I remember that part too. That was a great bonding moment with my dad was sitting in theaters watching Jackass 3D. My mom was very mad that he took me to see that. <laughs> I, I still remember that. Well, we were talking about Papers Please earlier, so let's I guess let's just go to like favorite games Dude, I don't know favorite um, games I definitely have a I... Dude, you like that motorcycle that just went by our apartment very loud that was wonderful thank you motorcycle thank but anyways you. back into the games yes um I'm a big fan of Halo 3 uh, uh it's yeah. not my favorite game uh I think like one of my favorite game series is definitely Left 4 Dead um I don't know because you could play it by yourself or with friends and it was still pretty much as equally entertaining either way because of the random uh, way it was set up. They they have it set up so the AI is randomized every time, so you never have the same experience. Certain pathways are closed, certain ones are opened, uh, stuff like that. Um, I'm really crossing my fingers for Left 4 Dead 3 in the future. I don't know. Other games I also liked. Uh, Destroy All Humans is a good one. Uh, Billy Hatcher is a great game. And, of course, oh, dude. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time, Donkey Kong Country. Dude, I don't, I don't... It's it's so weird because it's like I don't even know if if you can even hope for a Left 4 Dead three simply because you know Valve they've never like, made a three yeah yeah and also especially with like Half Life because you know how how many years has it been since, I don't know. since they like were like I haven't even play, I, of, I haven't played Half Life so I I'm I'm not I'm not joined in the pain of uh, I, I so many fans I never beat Half Life I played it a little bit but I never beat it I've I've actually never played Portal believe it or not the, really never I own I, I own I own them both of them but I've never played them. Portal 2 is definitely a really, really good experience. I mean, the first Portal is great, but the second Portal, I just like the co-op and the, the – I, I forget the names of the robots. 
Um, uh, Peabody and um, Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Peabody and Atlas? Yes, 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 yes. I don't yes. know how I know that. I've never I think even it's Atlas, played it. and then of course Glados being the main big baddie. Oh, she's um, great, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, those were fun. I played them with friends, of course. It's just like. I don't know. One of those things where you get frustrated with your friends, but then when you figure it out, it like it settles the frustration between you two that you were having because you couldn't figure out the puzzle. That, that sounds like a great game for us to play on the channel together because I'm sure that would lead to so much frustration and oh, us yeah. yelling at each other. Well, and... I'd like to get it hooked up so like it's you're in your room, I'm in mine, and we can switch back and oh, forth we could... between our perspectives and not just have oh, the dude, uh, we should totally do that. split screen. Yeah. We actually have a couple uh, videos coming up planned similar to that type of layout so you'll have to wait and see what those are you'll have to just wait and some, see some fun series that's what you're gonna have to wait and see but for. I, I think okay i have a couple games that are my favorite games of all time i already know what i think your favorite game is you want to say it at the same time three two one katamari oh uh, no well no. okay actually they're tied really my two okay. favorite games of all time animal crossing and katamari Damacy. Mm-hmm. animal crossing yeah, is just like a very special place in my heart I because so i played bad. it i could never get into it dude. it's oh but I don't know. It's like it's so nostalgic to me that you know, like all I've played every Animal Crossing game for hundreds of hours. That's mm-hmm. not even an exaggeration. It's like I love Animal Crossing. It makes me feel so good and relaxed, and I can play it for hours. And then Katamari Damacy is oh my god! Like that game was the game. I mean, that actually might be above Animal Crossing for me, Katamari Damacy, because mm-hmm. that game is the game that like almost it defined. I I don't even know how to say it. It defined my entire like plane of creativity if that okay. makes sense it, it influenced me so much with the art style and it actually was the the thing that got me into like japanese shit and yeah. being interested in japanese culture i'm not a weeaboo don't call me a weeaboo i i don't even watch anime i just like you don't really like anime that much no. i mean you like you like the i like the language a lot and i yeah. like i like the music what but about other... the language do you like so much is it just the way it sounds dude i don't know i had a friend in high school that um was learning it and he showed it to me and this was a kid that i've known uh well which specific japanese right japanese yeah. Okay, yeah and it was like i didn't i didn't um, really know this kid that, but I went to elementary school with him too. And then he was like showing it to me. I never really talked to him. And he was just like opening up to me and showing me, um, how he was learning Japanese. And I was like, holy shit, that's actually really cool. So then like, I had never watched anime. I'd never been into the culture and, but I was like, Hey, uh, I'm bored and this seems cool. So I thought I'd give it a try. So I started trying to like learn it. And then, you know, like as a week went by and I was like learning characters and stuff, I found out it was like, really addicting and really fun and maybe it was just because it was the first time i had tried learning something Mm -hmm. that i wasn't being taught in school so i was learning something by myself for my own interest but it was like i don't know i kind of fell in love with it and and since then it just became like really fun and it's something i do on and off now it's a beautifully written language yeah and that's one of the things that like draws me to it is how fun it is and how cool it is to write and also it's just like i don't know when i write the characters it feels really i don't know it feels cool and then like every time you learn a new one it's like it's like collecting things, so mm-hmm. it's like building a big collection is a, a way to look at it. So that's kind of how I see it. So it's like I want to learn it because it's like growing a collection almost. It's fun. Yeah. I I think like out of all the languages written down, I think my favorite one to look at is Arabic. Oh, Arabic is beautiful. Oh, it's awesome, dude. I, I tried I – tried I started learning the alphabet in high school, and I just me too. I just gave up. Yeah, I I know probably six or seven of the letters, but that's it. Yeah, I just know certain uh, phrases here and there from like family and stuff because uh, uh, my family has you know Middle Eastern Dutchish you know background you know all all, all nice, there. Dude. So I I love um, Thai. Thai is like such a cool looking language. Do you know what Thai looks like? No. That's what Thai looks like. Ooh, yeah. Thai does look fun. It look, they look like uh, the unknowns. Yeah, yeah. Dude, from t- Thai totally looks like the unknowns. From Pokemon. P- Pokemon. And I really like... It's a, a Pokemon. Russian. Russian. It's Pokemon. Ru- Pokemon. Which, which actually, Ryan, let me get a little weeby on you. Pocket monsters. Uh, yeah. Okay. Dude, are you... Are you a, do you watch anime? No, I just... Use, I was really big into Pokemon. Dude, nice. My favorite Pokemon game is Pokemon Emerald. Really? Solely because of Rayquaza. Oh, dude, I, I love Rayquaza. Rayquaza. My, my cool friend traded me one when I, was, when I was younger, and I cherished the sh- My friend's name was Ray, and he traded me a Rayquaza, and I cherished the shit out of it. There's this, uh, I think my favorite Pokemon that I've ever caught that I was just like, yes, was the Man Red Watson. Gyarados. <laughs> or, yeah, sure, uh, was the uh, Red Gyarados. Oh, dude. That was in that little pond area up to, like, the far yeah, yeah. right of some I remember. town. I can't it was, remember. Um, dude. I don't know why, but in Pearl and Diamond, I was obsessed with Nosepass. 
Who's that? Exactly. I loved <laughs> Nosepass, though. It was like my favorite Pokemon. I just found it. Does he have a big nose? It, it, the thing basically... Is he just a big schnoz? It kind of looks like the guys from um from Easter Island a little bit. Okay. And I, I guess that's that, but I don't know. <laughs> back to back to Katamari Damacy. Katamari Damacy is a fucking amazing game. Have you ever played it, Ryan? No. Holy shit! I'm going to blow your mind! We're going to blow everyone's mind when we play it on this channel. Oh, yes, we are. We're definitely going to play that. I'm not it's... saying when that's going to be. We don't, we don't even know. We're just whenever we have the ability to. And, and re- remind us of, of these things in the future in case we forget. And yeah. Because we might be like dry out of ideas and you guys can be like, oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah, yeah, like please remind me of Billy Hatcher because it's fun. Absolutely. Pikmin, Pikmin, Pikmin. Dude. Oh, yeah. We're, we need to do that soon. Pikmin is like one of my favorite game series of all time. And I was ecstatic when I heard that uh, Miyamoto said that Pikmin 4 is like complete. And Th- just... Is that official? Did he say that? Yeah, he okay, said that awesome. Pikmin 4 is almost done. That wasn't his fake account on Twitter? No. <laughs> that a lot of people believe is real? No, I, fo- I follow that. We both follow that account, and that account is funny as shit. It's yeah. called, like, Real Shigeru M. And it's like, I followed it thinking it was the real Miyamoto. And I think I, a lot of people did. And then I saw what he started tweeting. I was like, holy shit, what uh, the fuck? It made oh, me wait. think he was, like, such a cool guy. I'm pretty sure he's a cool guy regardless. But, like, this made me be like, oh, he's so fucking self-aware. He, he was tweeting, like, the funniest shit. And, and then I was like, oh, wait, never mind. This is this is not real. Because when I showed it to you, remember? I, I was like, dude, look. Look what Miyamoto yeah. just like, tweeted. Whoa, what a, what a wacky guy. And then Ryan came into my room the next day. He's like, dude, you know this account's not him, right? And I was like, what? Because knowing just me, I always get suspicious and he, I have to he research tweeted, things. He tweeted something with the N-word and that was like – That a, was a big clue. That was a big red flag. Like, <laughs> maybe maybe this isn't this isn't uh, Miyamoto. Maybe this is someone else. Yeah. But it's so funny because he, he, he always tweets at Dylan Sprouse and he just says like – He'll just respond to one of Dylan Sprouse's tweets and just be like, Dylan, my wife left me. Please help. And then he just, and then Dylan Sprouse just ignores him, of course. And it's so funny just seeing that. What is Dylan Sprouse up to? Just living off of those like oh, living dude, off of those, like loaded. Disney royalties? He's loaded, dude. You think both of them? Do you think one of the twins has like a lot more money than the other? Whichever one had their dick posted to the internet probably has more money. Wait, one of them had their dick posted to the internet? Yeah, like so they both them... had their dick posted. Yeah, I'm to the sure internet. I could find the picture. Dude, let me see. Hold on. You know what's you know what you know what's funny? Drake and Josh. So basically, um, Josh Peck, he is like loaded. He's like set for life. But Drake Bell spent all of his money and is actually like his net worth is like negative or something right now. I, I read this a while back that he has like no money. Really? So apparently- oh well, like I saw Drake. Yeah, at the um, mall. Yeah, well, yeah, it was in the Glendale Galleria area, and uh, it was well, he was going into a, a movie theater. He was going to see a movie with uh, some girl. Oh, that's where you saw him. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I just saw him. I was waiting in line for snacks. Well, I was done waiting in line for snacks, and I was at the soda machine, and I and I looked over, and I saw him, and I was like, <gasps> and then I was like, hug me, bro. God, <laughs> imagine if I did that. Oh, uh, I, I was kind of that way when I saw Jack. <laughs> God. I had to let it out. All right, dude. I'm always fine. scared I'm going to poop myself. Oh, dude, I, I'm not going into that on the podcast. It's going to tell a story, but I'm not going into that. But so you're saying you saw, you saw Jack Black at the gallery as well? Yeah, I, same place where Ryan saw Drake Bell. I saw Dra- I saw Drac- <laughs> I saw Dracula. <laughs> I know I saw I saw Jack Black. He was going up the escalator, and I was going down the escalator, and I went right by him, and I was like, <gasps> and then and then yeah, it was who yeah. else? We saw Robert Downey Jr. Uh, no, no, we did. Like no, yes, we did. No, we didn't. Oh yeah, we did. Never we did. mind. At Jimmy we were, Kimmel. Yeah, we were backstage at Jimmy Kimmel, and he. he, oh, I, he for, wa- I forget he because it wasn't that big of a thing. He was just like he wasn't a disguise. He was just he was. He, dude, I'm I'm pretty sure he was wearing a fedora. By the way, <laughs> he basically we were we were chilling in the green room uh, at um at uh Jimmy Kimmel, and then like we're just chilling, and then we just look, and like Robert Downey Jr. just like walked by us for like two seconds, and we're like, oh shit, that was Robert Downey Jr. Okay, yeah, yeah, there he was. And then, actually, on this topic, we when we saw Nathan Fielder. Oh, hold alive, on one second. That's that's it. You don't really see the whole penis. This is one of the Sprouse twins. That's a. That's the nude he he that got leaked. Damn, that's embarrassing. This is the more popular one. This is definitely the more popular. Is Dylan one. the more popular one? Yeah, Dylan's the more popular one. Yeah, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a that's a very formidable penis. But um, when Ryan and I went and saw Nathan Fielder, um, oh, which live, is great, oh, oh so my funny. god! But he, uh, we 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 looked over while we were like sitting in our seats, and like one row over, just like Eric Andre was sitting next, and to we us. would have been sitting next to him. Oh my god! So these the I uh, I ran into this girl I knew at the show, 
and uh, we were like talking in line and stuff. And then for some reason or another, we just kind of separated when we went in, and and we didn't sit by her, which we should have, because she sat next to Eric Andre. And if we had just stuck with this girl, we would have sat next to Eric Andre, who is my my all time favorite comedian, is Eric Andre. And just, just because of the connections that were there, Eric Andre, I was like, oh, I'm, I was expecting to hear. <coughs> Yeah, like in the, Rogan in the background. Yeah. I'm actually surprised he wasn't there. I thought like Tim and Eric would be there too, but they, yeah. they weren't. It was well, pretty... Heidecker's like he's busy with his own like music stuff, yeah, like he's... serious music stuff, which you were listening to recently, and you got me listening to. It's really it's good. good. Yeah. I like it. it it's, I like it's... playing it around because it's it's called in Glendale, and we live in Glendale. Yeah, so it's like it, it's it's like Glenception. You know, it's like it's really cool. Glenn Beck, Glenn Glenn Chovy, Glenn. I don't know <laughs> how many Glens are there. <laughs> There's also a Glendale in Arizona. You said Glen Chovy. I was just Bon Jovi, but I just said Chovy. Glen What do you want on your pizza? Yeah, give me some of those Glen Chovies. So, uh, well, yeah. speaking of shows. Speaking of Eric Andre. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. Probably. All right, so. The Eric Andre, Andre Eric show? Eric Andre show is probably. It, 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 it's tied mm-hmm. with Nathan for you and probably my current favorite two shows. Three. Okay, favorite three shows. Okay. All produced by the same studio, which is absolutely. Mm hmm. And and it's uh, Eric Andre show, yeah. Nathan for you, and mm-hmm. check it out with Steve Brule. All three of those, my fucking favorite shows, and they just announced today. But season four of uh, Check It Out is coming in, in June, so June seventeenth. Like, freaking out, dude. Yeah. Well, my favorite shows. Uh, one of them is definitely Nathan for you. I, it's hard to watch sometimes, but it's great. It's uh, it's so it's wonderful. I like seeing how actual people react. In, to, yeah, react, react and just interact. It's just interesting. It's kind of like people watching to the extreme. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, Breaking Bad and oh, li- linked with bri- linked with Breaking Bad. I still need to catch up with the second season, which I'll do when oh. you know soon. Uh, which is uh, Better Call Saul. So I, they're linked together because they're very strongly related. Yes. And and Better Call Saul yes, is yes, really yes. good. Um, another good TV show is oh. House of Cards. Have not watched that, but I, I would like to. I, mm-hmm. I just finished. See, uh, like I just caught up to the ending of Better Call Saul. Like how cl- how far they are right now. Yeah. And it is. Ooh, it's good. I can't... I'm excited to catch up. Ooh. I'm excited to talk to you about it. Dude, so. I, I need you to go ahead and just watch the second season so I have someone to talk to. I will. Talk I will. I did it. watch uh, Game of Thrones is probably also one of my favorite shows. I know these are stereotypical favorite shows, but they're really good. Well, I, I, watched, I watched all five seasons of Game of Thrones in four days. Oh, really? Four or five Holy days. Shit. Yeah. Wow. I watched, I watched. I just binged it. I watched um, like the first three seasons of Breaking Bad really fast, and then I watched mm-hmm. the rest when it came on television. Oh, yeah, because like everything oh, was, was out. Hell. But the second half of season five, by the time I was binge watching oh. it, so I I just wait. It was right when season five actually the first half cut off, so I had to wait a whole year. And that was to watch the last six remaining episodes, and they were worth the wait. Like Breaking Bad, uh, Ozzy Mendez, at least that episode is like a just one of the marvels of like television history. It is de- it definitely goes down as one of the best episodes of television. Oh my god, dude! The episode uh, right before it. The one, the way it ended, I think it was called like Tohajili. The, the oh, way, yeah, the, yeah, way yeah. It, the way it ended, God, boy, that got me sweating. But Uh-oh. the, uh, but but like, so I waited a year for season five mm-hmm. of Breaking Bad to come on TV, and they showed the first eight episodes, and I, it killed me. And then I had to wait another year for the final eight episodes to come on, and that was oh, sorry, eight episodes, not six. It, oh my God, it was hell, dude. Like waiting, and now I gotta wait like a year for the next season of Better Call Saul. And I'm just, Ugh. isn't it sad to know what that once Better Call Saul is done, that's it for the Breaking Bad universe? I don't, I don't think they're gonna bring <laughs> anything. You don't think maybe like ten years down the road they might mm. just reboot it for like a prequel or something, or so they'll they'll make a they'll make a movie like thirty years down the road based on it. Well, based on it, but like this is the as in like the official yeah like textbook like Vince Gilligan, yeah. Brian Cranston, you know. But but speaking of Brian Cranston, Malcolm in the Middle was my favorite. That's show. such a good as show. as a kid. That was my favorite show. I watched it like every day on TV. I loved it was, Malcolm in the Middle. It's just kind of like it gave you this gross feeling, but I loved it. Like it wasn't shot all pretty like regular sitcoms would be. Like you like you watch Modern Family, and yeah, there's some parts in there that are not conventional, you know. But you watch something like Malcolm in the Middle, and it and it just has its own feel. The only the I think the only show to really match Malcolm in the Middle's feel to me I'm not talking about the jokes or the content I'm talking about the aesthetic of the show visually is uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia they both have this similar yellow just kind of like realistic just uh, gross feeling around them 
I guess you could say that. Yeah, I really like well, my like my thing about Malcolm in the Middle was that it was like really really funny, but then like at the same time it got really like serious and like mm-hmm. heartwarming and stuff too, and and it made you feel like connected to the whole family. There's some sad episodes. Man. There are some sad episodes of that show. Like the one it's called like Hal's Dad, I think. Yeah, it's like one of the later seasons, but Hal's dad dies, and it's like. Oh, it's like such a good episode. One of my favorite episodes is uh, when because Hal believes in God and stuff, and um, Lois doesn't. Lois doesn't, and it's just them discussing it and him coming to the realization. Just kind of, I don't know, because the, I, mean, I mean, it is a scary thought uh, for a religious person, like a parent or a spouse or anyone, to like look at their significant other or, lo- or their loved one and truly believe that you know they will they are gonna in some way be condemned to hell because of their belief and that's just how they feel um how you know some of them feel and i and i and i i don't i don't relate to that because i personally don't hold those beliefs but i i i can feel where they're coming from in the terms of just kind of like the turmoil they might feel for yeah, the absolutely. future of that person oh, and totally. they want the best for that person so yeah i can feel that 100 percent. but like yeah malcolm middle was just such a good show just the writing oh oh, oh i'm completely forgetting arrested development Yes. Dude, Arrested oh, Development. I did not like season four that much. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Everyone didn't like season four. That's just one of the things to say. I'm not saying it just because it's one of the things to say. It's but just... you know what I'm hoping? I'm hoping that the writers, or, or I hope that they learn from their mistakes of season four because, you know, they already announced season five. So I'm hoping that they learn from did their they? mistakes. They, they did a while ago. Okay, back, that's awesome. So, so they announced a movie or something like that too. I, I, they might have announced both. I don't know. But they, they, I hope that they learn from their mistakes and then make season five. I think Hilarious. they did. I thought they were supposed to release like a re-edit of season four to make it more like the previous seasons. Because the I, the I way season are. four was different uh, was the structure in that it focused on pretty much one character an episode. Like one character story was the sole focus of each episode. But previously in the three seasons before that, they would focus on multiple characters with multiple storylines. Yeah, so it was very quick, was like... um, fast-paced, funny, you know, that type of thing. Um, but I think one of my favorite uh, comedies because of its fast pacedness and its, I don't want to, you know, wittiness and crassness is always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Just because you just, you even look at a script. We actually have had a script and we looked at it and it was broken down and everything. It's it's just so quick. Like, yeah, I back don't know and forth. How, just the delivery, even. Like, it's just, I don't understand how they don't trip over their words because I have a hard time just kind of getting well, words out myself i think they've been doing the show's been on for over 10 years now oh, i yeah. think so it's like wow holy shit Get, getting danny devito was a godsend for that show yeah he it, fits it, the role of frank perfectly oh like that i think i i i, I almost want to say that that his role as frank is like his role of a lifetime like that's his big role that he'll not, always be known not for. the penguin <laughs> <laughs> not uh that, what else that was bites he off someone's ear in a batman movie oh god yeah, that, that's his. That's his big role. His that's his army claim to of, fame. And his army of giant penguins. Was that really a thing? Yeah, he had like giant penguin minions or something. Really? Yeah, there were minions in a Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're really selling themselves. Yeah, but you know, it's all it's all, it's all good, dude. What about you know, like we're we're talking about film. What's your favorite movie? Oh well, of course, I think you know this. Uh, Iron Man. Yeah, no, it's the uh, <laughs> the Iron Giant. Yeah, uh, directed Iron by <laughs> directed by Brad Bird, who also uh, Brad Bird. Yeah, The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, dude, so you know. dude, Brad Brad Bird. also did Tomorrowland, but I wasn't a fan of that. So, oh, but seriously, Iron Giant is a fantastic movie. I I had it on VHS as a kid. I remember it was in, like a little plastic case, and my mom would always play it for me. They have these big like studio. Uh, like big budget uh, animated films, and this wasn't one of those huge animated films that had a lot of money pumping into it. This was a property. This Iron Giant was a book beforehand. I've read the book. It's completely it's it's completely different. Um, in the book, there's like there's a dragon the size of Australia, and that's like the main antagonist, I guess, of the book. And basically, all they did was they took like Hogarth and the giant and the general, I guess, kind of relationship they had in the aspect of the giant, you know, saving humanity. They took that aspect and redid it and made it better, in my opinion. And it's just a wonderful movie. Um, the voice acting is great. A lot of people don't know that uh, Jennifer Aniston is the voice of the mom. Yeah, I found that out recently, know. and that, that kind of blew my mind. Yeah, I think the the voice actor for Hogarth actually, like, didn't really do much acting afterwards. Yeah, I think I think that was, like, that was like a big role, but... <laughs> On the on the topic of of books that are different from the movie, okay. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't know that Forrest Gump is based off of a book, oh. and and I I read part of the book. The, the f- language in the book, dude. 
well, first of all, the 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 whole book is written in Forrest's like tone of voice, so it, it's like all all the words are written out like that. But he is such a drastically. The movie makes him out to be this like real wonderful nice guy. He's but a the, racist. Yeah, in the book, he says the n word, and he's just like stupid and, and well, maybe racist. he's not racist, but I, he just he says the n word a lot. Yeah, his views are skewed by uh, the normies. Yeah, but Forrest Gump is a good movie. I don't. I don't. I actually have a first draft of the script. I don't know where it is, but I have a first draft of the script, and it's very different than what was uh, eventually put to you know film. So Paramount actually um, had the licensing rights to a Forrest Gump sequel, and they had the script written out and everything, and it was like it was in like pre-production because Forrest Gump, um, you know, was Tom Hanks attached to it at all? Yeah, he was going to be. It was. It was going to be. Is this true? No, one hundred percent. And then what happened was. the the project I think I read on Wikipedia a while back that the project fell through after nine eleven. Really? Yeah. Was there something having to do with the twin towers? Or I don't was know. Nine eleven in the book? No, but it had to do with. I don't or when know. When was the was the se- so sequel was published? Oh, the the sequel to Forrest Gump came out before the first movie came out. Yeah. It's called Gump and Co. Oh, and, really? Okay. And and they had like a whole script and everything written out. It, it's funny because he like he's responsible for like the crash of the Exxon Valdez, which was that big oil tanker, and then mm-hmm. he he um like fought in Operation Desert Storm with like a chimp, and he accidentally created the Coke formula. And I'm glad they just kept it at Forrest Gump. Tore down the Berlin Wall and stuff. It was yeah. Like, they 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 should have just uh, kept it. Also, fun fact: Robin Wright, who plays Jenna, is uh, a main character in House of Cards. So is she really? Yep, she's the uh, she's one of she's one of the main characters. You know, they have Frank Underwood, it. and then they have oh, what I forgot. I just had a brain fart. Frank Reynolds. <laughs> she plays the first lady. Oh, so. really? Mm-hmm. No way, dude! I didn't know that. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I think one of my favorite movies. Um, is it's called All Is Lost, and not a lot of people know about it. We started watching it, and I and I couldn't do it. I, I it's because I was falling asleep, not because the movie was boring, because we we have a habit of staying up way too really late, late until like six. But in the morning. I, we still need to see that. I want yes. you to show me this movie, yes. and I want to freak out with you. It's so good because the whole movie it has like no words in it except mm-hmm. for the very beginning. It has like no dialogue, and the whole movie it's it's Robert um, Redford, and it's about this guy that's just out in the middle of the Indian Ocean on a uh, on like a boat that is broken so he's stranded and he has no way for help so the whole movie is him trying to survive on this boat and then like it's him versus nature basically versus the ocean and i'm terrified of the ocean not as scared as ryan ryan's <laughs> very terrified of the ocean i'm also terrified of the it's ocean it's like I'm, much. well it's not like it's not i guess it's a fear i don't i'm not petrified of it it's more like it's just this natural feeling of that's not where i'm supposed to be so I don't go there. I, I love the ocean, but like when it comes to drowning and what's in the ocean, oh, fuck that shit, boy. Yeah, because you don't belong in the ocean, and other things that do belong in the ocean will fuck you up. Yeah, that's true. That's true, dude. <laughs> but uh, you know, All Is Lost is a really good movie. So you should go uh, go check that out. Yeah. Sh- also, what what else? Captain Phillips. I really like Captain Phillips. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I like ocean movies. I don't know. Did you like Jaws? I haven't seen Jaws. Oh, I've I've seen I've seen part of it on TV. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of famous movies though so i couldn't imagine someone now watching jaws and being like oh yeah yes but it's just it's well directed um they have one of the most famous uh spielberg one takes in that movie um uh it's basically this whole conversation and stuff goes along you know how they have like a what do they call it a ferry i guess that goes yeah. across yeah they they film this whole conversation i'm like oh what if they fucked up a line and had to go back it's just it's it's just stuff like that that I I like technical stuff in movies and that's why I, um yeah I I but dude speaking oh, of like oh, oh sorry oh sorry I was just gonna provide a fun fact go ahead uh year I was born was nineteen ninety four you know what won best picture in nineteen ninety four what Forrest Gump dude look at look at that you know what won best picture of the year I was born I don't know uh, I don't know either but uh but but <laughs> oh yeah speaking of like one 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 shot takes. Birdman is a fantastic movie mm-hmm. because they the way they shot it was they made the whole movie look like it's one long continuous take. Which I mean, it has been done before, but like not it hasn't been presented to a it's mass such a audience way like this. To... I don't feel like before. Um, it wasn't recognized like Birdman was, and Birdman was fantastic. Oh, dude, Michael Keaton did such a good job, and I am so excited. You need to see The Revenant. 
like I know it's it, it's not all one take, but there are like there's this battle sequence in the beginning that it's pretty much all one take, and it's just like how do they fucking choreograph this shit? Oh, dude, that's it's amazing. I, I, I really want to see it. I they really used all see natural it. lighting. They, yeah, I know. Like it's oh my god. I mean, of course, uh, the filming uh, the Revenant was hell for a lot of the cast and crew, but because apparently didn't he actually like go into the icy water like. I feel like he did. I, I read that he actually he actually ate uh, that shit to the like a buffalo. Whatever. He he really went into the cold and into the water without like a wetsuit and stuff for the role to actually like portray it realistically. Which that is taking method acting to the extreme. And that a lot is... of people say it's cheating. Well, that's not what. Yeah, because it's like of course you're gonna, then you're not acting. Of course, and it's yeah, real. of course you're going to be cold when you're in water. Well, who gives a shit? It's good. It, yeah, it's, exactly. It, it's I feel like whatever whatever as realistic as it can get. Yeah. Or as realistic or however best you can portray what is supposed to be, um, you know, I, what, however best you can portray what's supposed to be portrayed to the audience. Um, and if do, actually doing that realistically is the best way, then go ahead and fucking do it because it, it definitely paid off in, in terms of The Revenant. Oh, absolutely. He finally got his Oscar. And it's, and it's like – Congratulations to him. Big round of applause to Leonardo DiCaprio on that win. I think he deserved it. Fight me on that. But also it's like – Michael Keaton, I am so excited for you. You showed me the trailer for because yep. he has he has a movie coming out later this year called The Founder. Yeah, about about, about yep. the founding of McDonald's and like the secret story behind it and how like dirty it was and it's oh it's awesome. I'm so excited for that. Oh, there are a lot of good movies coming out. Oh, oh, War yeah. Dogs is another oh, one that yes! I'm excited for. I think the movie that I'm most excited for this year is uh, it's called uh, uh, Swiss Army Man. Yes, it stars uh, Paul Dano and um, uh, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. It looks really good. I'm not going to spoil anything. If you want to look up the trailer, uh, go ahead and do so. Uh, it's, it, it's fun. It, it does deal with um, uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, very. It's t- cool. Touchy it, subject. It's very. It's very like dark theme, but the yeah. way they portray it is so cool. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's definitely. I think that's my most anticipated movie. Not necessarily. I think it's going to be the best, but I think it's 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 one it, of the it, most it's, interesting movies that I've seen. Yeah, a it's a really a long, interesting long idea. You and I are actually going to go see a movie. We are uh, going to go see a movie tonight called, after we record the this. Green Room, which I'm excited for because uh, I like feeling emotions when I go see movies, and just there's sometimes I feel like torturing myself. Oh, you should there... go see. You should go see Fast and Furious. <laughs> I did. I went to go see Fast and Furious Seven, and how did it good? Uh, no, I know how, why it got good reviews, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, let's just, just move on. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, I, I I think I think that you know. The audience has learned quite a bit about about what we like. Is there anything else you want to say? Because I, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna. Wrap no, I'm it sure up a you know. Bit. We'll just there are more episodes in the future. You'll get to know us even more. But you know, I think, I think for the people that have at least listened this far into the podcast, we want to give you guys a little reward. So, mm-hmm. Ryan, you wanna, you wanna tell me what your favorite <laughs> sex position is? Oh, we're doing that, <laughs> okay, yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, my favorite sex position would probably have to be. Tim Allen's hand grenade. Tim Allen's hand grenade? Yeah. No fucking way, dude. I mm. You love it? It's good stuff, dude. I mean, it feels good. I mean, it's a bit it's a bit hard to pull off at first. Oh, but absolutely. when you when you get it, it's tool time. <laughs> dude, clean clean your teeth on my bones. That's what? a line that's a line from Home Improvement. <laughs> I don't know the context. I just know but there's an episode where he says clean Clickhole did a whole thing about What's it. What's your favorite sex position, Matt? Um for me, probably I'm going to have to say the obvious GameCube. Okay, now is that with uh, the second party controller or not? Oh, only if you're feeling up to it. Okay, okay, awesome. Yeah, I, but... I, 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 honestly, I don't think I, I'm not up for the second party controller uh, version of the GameCube. Yeah, you know, GameCube is a little. It, it's a it's a tricky one to pull off. It's the wireless little... controller version is definitely holy something shit. to look into. Yes, yes, yes. But um... I, I, I did it once. I did it once back in college, and holy shit! <laughs> back when we were productive human beings Absolutely. trying to add something to society. No, I wouldn't have added shit to society if I finished college. I was getting. I was. I was majoring in. Business management. I was and minoring in, in film studies. I was majoring in business and minoring in Japanese. So, <laughs> what what a team we would have made! Absolutely, but but now we're actually contributing to society by making shitty videos on the internet of us making dick jokes and playing video games. So and we're glad that you guys like it. We actually enjoy what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without you. So, honestly, like being serious in all seriousness. Thank you guys for supporting us. Um, we have had several channels in the past. We have uh, been doing this a long time. And Super Mega is finally a collaborative effort that uh, Matt and I have come together. And uh, we've made 
from scratch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because previously I was on a different uh, sketch comedy, uh, Syndigo, and you had kids with problems. So they're each, the uh, ownership of those is, you know, kind of separate in its own right, even though I am a member of kids with problems. Uh, but, like, this is the first channel where you and I, like, have, like, full 100%, like, 50-50 ownership yeah. of. And it's it just, it feels good to be back uh, creating oh, content. And it feels... And it's it's nice having this kind of two video a day oh, schedule. I love it. It's hell sometimes because uh, we're editing at uh, like sometime. six in the morning. Yeah, but... like on average, probably five six a.m. is when we actually hit the hay. Yeah, so. but it, but it's like like the two video a day thing. As tough as it is, I honestly love doing it. And and I, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that like we both love doing this and we we love this channel and there's so much more that we want to do oh we have so many plans for this channel in the future we're just getting started this is just the beginning but we we have loved every moment of 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 making and recording and editing these videos for you guys so far and we love your feedback and we honestly like we we love hearing from you guys and and we read all the comments and and you guys are amazing and like just all the support you've given us throughout the past year has been unbelievable and and this is just the beginning yeah we're building a nice little uh, community and we hope to see it grow we hope to continue to spread our sense of humor and just our entertainment around whether that you know whether you know if people think it's you know, oh they're just playing video games for a living you know i used to actually be like that i used to be like oh people are playing video games for a living i used living. to actually hate let's plays <laughs> yeah and it's like I don't know. I just never had an understanding of it. And then it's just you look into it and yeah, you can talk about how it's better better because of the YouTube algorithm, but also it's it's literally just having fun. It's just it's fun. having fun and we put creative effort into our edits and stuff like that and we take time and make sure each video is not just, you know, thrown out there. Um and it's just it's it's as I said before, uh Super Mega is something new and much needed. I need to be busy. It's good to be busy and it's good uh to have y'all along in the process. Absolutely, absolutely. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Super Mega Cast. We have uh we it's been a great first date with all you guys. Um we I think we've learned a lot about each other. Maybe, you know, uh we can call you sometime. Yeah, so anyways, uh Chat please Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.